The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Uh oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Let's guess what today is. It's hump day. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Ray Sean Blyden. If you'd like to participate in the show, give us a call at 323-835-1123 or visit politicalbombshow.cf. We finally got the link up to our social network. So if you want to jump in and sign up on our free social network, and we're not like Facebook, we're not going to block conservatism or liberalism for that matter. We will definitely get rid of racism and bigotry and anything of that nature, though. So, how's everyone doing this fine hump day? Hump day, hump day. Hump day is the hardest day of the week for me to get by because it just seems like everything drags. It's just like everything slows down and comes to a halt. It really does feel that way. It really does. Guys out there, how many of you are like this? I will not go to the doctor unless I am absolutely dying and I just can't take it. Fine example of that. You know how how guys, how we are, where we compete against one another. And so I did something stupid, lifting more weight than I, I knew I could handle because all the other guys were doing it. And I heard something snap in my right shoulder and that's been two months ago and it is killing me i think i eat a spring i'm pretty sure it's a sprain or uh what's the other word sprain or i can't think of the word right now uh sprain not fractured it's like a burning sensation i don't know what it is it's i think it's either muscle cramps or spasm something like that and um I tried deep tissue massage. That didn't do anything. Um, been using everything I can find, and nothing's working. So I, uh, last resort, I'm gonna try a chiropractor, and if that don't work, I think I'll have to go to a doctor because this it's been going on too long, and I don't want September roll around when I go deep sea fishing again, and um, I won't be able to to. Uh, to participate because I definitely love deep sea fishing. It's funny. I ran into a, an, a customer today. He's funny. Lucas, shout out to Lucas. He probably don't even know about my podcast, but uh, funny guy. He um, he does not like fish. He he calls fish dirty and nasty, and he will not eat it. He, I said, what do you like to eat? He said steak. I was like, have you ever seen a cow slaughtered? How about that? He was, but I guess. Things stick with you, like, I understand why, he, because I guess when he was growing up, his grandpa, as he calls him, his grandpa, he has like a, like a Boston accent, but anyway, he said his grandpa used to take him deep sea fishing, because his grandpa loved deep sea fishing, I wish I, I wish I was in that household, he says he goes practically every day, that'd be amazing, but anyway, he says that, that he wanted to go, and his grandpa said, on one condition, if you go, 
if you catch fish, you're going to have to learn how to clean them yourself. So he was like, okay. So Lucas went and he caught some fish and his grandfather caught some fish. And he, um, I guess he said the way how he cleaned it with the guts and, and um, pulling it out and cutting the head off, it grossed him out. And that's why he doesn't like fish or it stuck with him. And I, I can understand that because certain things that stuck with me as a, as a kid and to this day I won't do it. So I could understand why he doesn't like it. I mean, I grew up cleaning the fish and, and so I didn't find it to be gross or nasty at all. So it doesn't bother me at all, but I could see where it stuck with him and it just grosses him out. So, uh, yeah, that's, I thought it was, uh, pretty funny. Do any of you guys have anything that stuck with you from a childhood until you grew up and now it still bothers you? If you do, shoot us a quick message, 323-835-1123, and just tell us your story, and I'd like to hear from you, because it, it really does, things do stick with you, that's, People say, I don't know how true it is, I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, I don't study human behavior, but they say that as a child, that's when you develop all of your skills, really, and and that's when things affect you the most. And looking back on my childhood, I definitely agree with that. Definitely, definitely agree with that. So um, I'm just wondering if any of you out there are the same way anything dramatic happened and it doesn't even seem that dramatic you know as a man growing up you're probably saying it's not that dramatic you saw a fish head got cut off and guts pulled out so what but as a kid it could have been dramatic to him i mean i could see when he was telling me the story lucas was like looked like very traumatized i'm thinking about bringing in a fish and giving it to him <laughs> that'd be pretty funny no i wouldn't do that i wouldn't want someone to mess with anything that i was terrified like for me, mice and rats does it for me. I just cannot. I have a, what do you call that? There's a name for people who has a phobic a phobia of of rats and mice. When I see one, you ever seen the those old cartoons where the elephant he see a mice and he jumps up on the couch because he's afraid of it. Well, that's me. I will literally jump out of, of on the couch and get to get away from the mice or the rat. That's just me. And it's something I don't understand because I, growing up, I had uh, pet hamsters, which is sort of like a rat. I had a, uh, not a gerbil, a uh, guinea pig. And now I have um, sugar gliders. All those sugar gliders are not in the rodent family. They're uh, marsupials. They're like more like, like flying possum. But uh, they don't bother me. But... But I see a mice or a rat, oh yeah, I will jump up on the couch and the bed or wherever, jump up on a car, <laughs> wherever I am. It's like a little sissy. What are you afraid of? It's a little mice. Just step on it. But anyway, let's uh let's get into a little bit of news. So here, I see something here that says thirteen thousand pounds. Basically, rangers captured a mammoth crocodile after a decade-long hunt. That's very long. So uh, let's see here. Let's see. So it says rangers capture a mammoth crocodile after a decade-long hunt. That's a long hunt. 
Let's see where this was. It took 10 years, but Rangers have finally caught the biggest croc in the Catherine River, weighing in at a whopping 600 kilograms or 600 kg. I don't know what it. That's I'm seeing. I'm looking at some video of it. It is humongous. Jeez. I saw I saw one that on the Bronx Zoo. Not not big like this one, obviously, but I couldn't imagine. Actually, they were pretty big at the Bronx Zoo. Now that I think of it, I don't know if they were as big as these. I didn't ask. I do have pictures of them. Somehow I got set up a, a put like a gallery of pictures on on political bomb shows so you could take a look at some of the stuff that I do off off the uh, radio here, off the podcast rather. So anyway, crocs in northern territory aren't rare, but are are. At this size, they are. After a decade-long hunt, rangers in Northern Territory have finally captured Catherine River's biggest croc. And uh, let's see what did they do with it. Did they kill it? Um, the hunt began after rumors of a large dark tail spotted near a local boat ramp. The Sydney... Morning Herald reported, N.T. Parks and Wildlife Rangers Chris Hayden and John Burke said it was very unusual to capture a croc this big in Catherine River system. Let's see. Despite its extremely heavy weight, Rangers said the male croc, who might be over 60 years old, wow, was not difficult to trap. You know, because he's a grandpa. He's 60 years old. See, look, he's, he's, he's gigantic. I'm trying to read some more to see what they did with the croc. The reptile will be taken to a croc farm in Catherine region. Okay, yes, they're taking him to a farm. Poor thing. He's been alive forever. 60 years old. Wow. All right, so there's that story. Pretty cool. Pretty cool f- for hump day. <laughs> 2020. Hillary to speak at conference with Bernie and all the other libs. Let's see what this is all about. Oh, Lord. Hillary, Hillary, go away. Come back never another day. Actually, I do want her to stay because if she runs, it's a definite guaranteed that a loss. Although I think it's still a guaranteed loss. The economy is just booming. People are happy. I don't think that the uh, Democrats are going to get in this time around. So Hillary Clinton to appear at Teachers Union Conference where Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are also speaking. Failed 2016 presidential candidate Hillary Clinton is planning on appearing at a convention for the American Federation of Teachers this weekend. I have so much content for these people. I don't like them at all. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reports that Clinton will speak on Friday while Pocahontas, Warren, and... Bernie the Sandal Man Sanders will speak Saturday and Sunday, respectively. Clinton's appearance 
at the same. I wonder if she's gonna do that that black voice that she does when she goes down south. You ever heard her? I gotta see if I could dig up some of that just so you could hear how fake she is. It's so she's so condescending when she she just uh, fakes it. She when she goes you know to speak to a crowd of blacks, she fakes it and she just she don't realize how ridiculously fake it is. It's just fake. Just speak with your normal voice. Why do you have to try to appease everyone? You stupid Clinton. Ah, uh, Clinton's appearance at the same conference with Warren and Sanders, two possible possible Democratic challengers to Trump in 2020. Yeah. Clinton. Clinton. Tong, tong. Tong, 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 tong. Okay, yeah, I don't care. You could see, I don't care about them. I don't. They are have, they're washed up. People, they you know, people know by now what the Clintons are all about. You can't fool the people anymore. You really can't. Let's see. Across USA, homegrown terror threats increasing. Let's read this. This is a story from the Washington Free Beacon. It says here, Jihadist threats from hometown terrorists in America continue to increase each month with at least nine foreign-born individuals living in the United States arrested on convicted in June of attempting to launch attacks on behalf of ISIS and other global terrorist organizations according to newly released information by Congress. Cases of homegrown Islamist extreme, extremism in the United States continue to be an issue of concern. It wouldn't be that big of an issue if they build a wall and, and keep all, kick all these illegals out, the ones that are living off of the system, and they're not working, they're in jail. Get them the hell out of here. Why are they here? Gets me so aggravated. Okay, so the U.S. continued to be an issue of concern. According to the House Homeland Security Committee monthly report of terrorism in America, which has been tracking an increase in home, homegrown jihadists for some time since 2013, there have been 154 homegrown jihadist cases in the United States from the last 30 different states, from at least 30 different states. If they know where they are, why don't they get them the hell out of here? You have to wait until they blow something up before you can react? I never understood that. If you know, what's that movie? I, I'm, movies always pop into my mind because, oh, they say art imitates real life a lot. Oh, I can't think of that movie. It was an older movie basically where the cops would um uh someone help me out it was what the heck is this guy uh the mission impossible guy whatever the hell his name is uh, he he was in that movie where basically you know the the cops could could see crime that happened in the future and they could put a stop to it before it happened sort of well if if you know where the jihadists are in these 30 states why don't you round them up and get them the hell out of here. They should not be protected by any laws of the United States of America. 
they should be getting the hell out of here. Get them out. Why is this is so difficult? Why? The UCLA, they are a piece of crap on a stick. They never defend Christians, but they'll defend anyone else. They're ridiculous. They piss me off so much. Why the hell do they even exist? Someone needs to look into them because they are a huge problem. They're a huge threat to the United States, the UCLA. They are a huge threat. They really are. They're a piece of crap on a stick. And I don't want to say the word crap. I want to use the other word, the S word. But I'm trying to be civil here. Anyway, what was I reading here? The committee's monthly report has tracked an uptick in this activity for some time, highlighting the federal government's difficulty in thwarting terror plots across America. Domestic terror threats in the United States also have grown due to an even greater number of Western jihadists operating in Europe. <laughs> yeah, that, well, Europe is a feeding ground. They, they, they definitely, if, it was op for op if they want open borders, let them have their open borders, but don't try to force your open borders policies on us. That's why I'm glad we have a president that stands up to us, stand up to them for, stand up for us, because no other president stood up to us. We've been getting, what's the word, getting uh, ripped off by, you know, paying in all this money and everything, everyone else been getting a free ride. So I'm glad he's going out there and he's going to tell them how it is because we shall not be pushed around anymore. This is not like Barack Hussein, mm, 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 Obama apologizing for us. Thank God for Trump, honestly. He's not going out there apologizing for us. He is taking names and kicking butt. If you know what I mean, Jelly Bean. On June 20th alone, three would-be would jihadists were arrested, convicted of terror plots in June alone. Why don't they kick them out? I don't understand. I really, I seriously don't get it. Get them out of here. Or, or at least waterboard them or find something even more, more, uh, What's, what's something that's worse than waterboarding? I don't know what it could be, but get information out of them to protect us. That's what I say. So I'm sick of these damn terrorists. I really am. They could go to hell. They think they're going to get their 20 virgins or whatever the hell, you stupid idiots. You're not getting crap. You're not getting crap, you fools. Okay, I'm getting a little wound up here. A little wound up. Let's take a little break. Are you sick of Facebook blocking your content because you're conservative? Sign up for the new social network that will never stop the flow of free speech. What are you waiting for? Another data breach? Go to rehdoggentertainment.org. It's free. What are you waiting for? Zuckberg's permission. Go now. R-E-H-D-O-G-G-Entertainment.org Zuckerberg Zuckerberg Zuckerberg
welcome back, Political Bomb Show. So we're just flipping through the news here. I'm not going to read anything that doesn't interest me. Otherwise, I'll be bored and then you'll be bored too. So I'm looking at news that interests me. News that interests me. Let's see. Uh, this doesn't interest me. Clooney injured in soccer, in scooter crash. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care, lib. I don't care. Let's see here. Coming labor shortage in America is great news for workers. Well, you bet it is. Let's see what's going on here. The coming labor shortage in America is great news for workers. Let's see. Why is this good? They say labor shortage is like it's a bad thing. America's labor shortage is approaching epidemic proportions and it could be employers who end up paying, CNBC reported this week. That was before yet another monthly jobs report showing solid growth in jobs and wages. I also find this framing to be backward. A labor shortage is good news. It means it's easier for unemployed people to find jobs, more appealing for people who quit the workforce out of frustration to get back into the workforce and likelier that companies will decide they must pay higher wages to attract talent. I agree with this. In theory, we could reach a point where upward wages pressure led to inflammatory spiral with companies raising prices so they can afford to pay higher wages. And those higher prices eating up much of the wage increases, but we're far from that point with corporate profits still high as a share of the economy. So, yeah, I agree with this story. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a really good thing. And it's also great for someone, if you're working a, a dead-end job and you're just sick and tired of being working in the field of security, and you just you're sick of it. You want to, you know, venture out into something else. You can do that now, and that's thanks to Trump. You couldn't do that with Barack Hussein, mm, 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 Obama, could you? Nope, you couldn't do it then. So glad that guy isn't around anymore. I am so glad. My blood pressure was always off the charts because that guy. I knew the only thing he had in his mind was to destroy America as it was founded and to put it in an image that it was never meant to be. You socialist Marxist bum. Okay, so that got, got that out of my system. Deadly paristic worm to set, set to invade Europe. Let's see what this is about. That doesn't sound very good at all. Oh, again, the sun. You know, I should have known. I'm not. All right, I'm gonna, I don't know. Who is reporting stuff from the sun? But I am. I don't read the sun. Like I said, it. I mean, it could be true. Does anyone read the sun and find the stories to be true or just entertaining? Someone, let me know.
Dems doubt Warren can take on Trump. Oh, you think Pocahontas lying? Oh, look at me. I am Indian. Stupid witch. (laughs) You're Indian. You're as Indian as a white ghost. Freaking Elizabeth Pocahontas idiot fool. Can, can, I'm not going to even call her, I'm going to call her, can Pocahontas win back blue-collar Democrats from President Trump in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania? Well, that must be um, a question that they already know the answer to. I know I know the answer. Of course not. You are phony as a $3 bill, Pocahontas. It's a question many Democrats are pondering as Pocahontas, one of the leading contenders for her party's presidential nomination. If she chooses to run in 2020 and goes back and forth with the president over immigration and other issues, Pocahontas, Democrat from Massachusetts, has shown an ability to rally and excite progressives. She's a proven fundraiser. Uh, blah, 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 Pocahontas, go ahead and run, because you suck, you suck, you're a liar, you suck, you're a liar. That's right, Pocahontas, you lying sack of potatoes. I don't want to talk about her anymore. Let's see here. Diddy. What? Who is Diddy? Is that P. Diddy? Diddy. Black Panther, a cruel experiment. Let's see what he's talking about here. Is he talking about? Is he? If he's talking about the uh, Black Panthers, as in that racist black group who hates whites, then yes, I agree with him. Let's see. I wish they'd take the Black Panthers, Black Lives Matter, and the KKK and skinheads and put them all on the island and let them kill themselves. Oh, and don't forget the uh, La Raza. Throw them in there too. By definition, you, you that's racist. La raza means the race. So you're saying you're the race. Who made who, who died and made you the race? Get the hell out of my face with that. Okay, so this it says here, Sean Combs slams industry industry's lack of investment in black enterprise. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. Sitting in the living room of his European-style villa in Beverly Hills, Sean Diddy Combs is eager to speak about an entire galaxy of issues. He wants to talk about the four, the Fox singing competition. Okay, I don't care about his his show. I'm not plugging his stupid show. I don't watch that. Just get to what he's talking about, the Black Panthers here. Come on, I don't want to talk about your stupid hip-hop show and all this stuff. Just tell me where it gets to the part about... Okay. Uh, let's see here. We, own, we only get 5% of the venture capital invested in things that are black-owned. Um, I don't see anything in this story about... Okay, where is it? But when we get to resources, we over-deliver... When Adidas invested in Kanye and it's done properly, you have the right results. When Live Nation invests in artists and puts them in arenas the same way YouTube would be, you have the right results. 
Black Panther, Blackish fashion, it's all about access. If you're blocked out of the resources, you can't compete. And that's my whole thing, to be able to come and compete. So I don't know which Black Panther he's actually talking about. I have no idea. No idea. You just wasted my time. I could have read something that was that was worth reading. Okay, let's see. Drake tops Beatles record. Seven songs on Billboard. I don't care. I don't listen to, to rap. Uh, Dying organs restored to life in novel experiments. Let's see what this is about. Now, here's something that sounds pretty interesting here. Let's see. Where is this coming from? Rawl.com. When Georgia Bowen was born by emergency Caesarin, I'm not even sure what that is. On May 18, she took, is that C-section? No, that's not, that's not C-section. I don't even know what. Caesarin. Caesarin? I don't know. Lord, I don't know. Anyway, uh, on May 18, she took a breath, threw her arms in the air, cried twice, and went into cardiac arrest. Wow. The baby had a heart attack, most likely while she was still in the womb. Her heart was profoundly damaged. A large proportion of the muscles was dead, or nearly so, leading to cardiac arrest. Doctors kept her alive with a cumbersome machine that did the work of her heart and lungs. The physician moved her from Massachusetts General Hospital where she was born to Boston Children's Hospital and decided to try an experiment procedure that had never been attempted in human before. So this is a good story. That's good. Good story there. Uh, Let's see. I'm still waiting for this thunderstorm that was supposed to you know, Siri is horrible. I don't know why I ask her anything. I always ask her, how's the weather? And she said, it's going to rain at 6 p.m. Yeah. I don't think it's going to rain at 6 p.m. Because she always lies. Yesterday, she said the same thing. So uh, today at 6 p.m., I'm not expecting any rain. It's probably going to be a, a sunstorm. <laughs> Jeez, Siri's the worst. I wonder if, uh, hey, Google or... The other ones are are just as bad. Exorcism perform on train as I bet you this is a sun story. I could already tell they're famous for putting stuff. If I have had to bet a million dollars, I would be, see. I took well, I'm, I would have lost the money. But this is lo- just like it. It's, it's from the mirror, and they they uh, yeah. I don't I'm not reading anything from there either. Experiment wipes out over 80% of all diseases carrying mosquitoes. There's something that sounds interesting. Let's see. Well, this is coming from Fake News Network here. I don't read anything from CNN, although it could be true what they're saying, but 
I just don't even consider going to CNN. They are definitely fake news. Fakey, fakey news. I'm glad the president called them out and they're found to be fake. It's, it's, it's settled law. <laughs> settled law. Speaking of settled law, when I come back, I want to talk about that a little bit and then play a clip because many people, and when I say people, I mean libs, Democrats, apparently they don't know the function of a Supreme Justice in the United States of America. They think that they're there to create law. So we're going to talk about that a little bit when I come back. What is this? Hail Satan carved into a church porch. What is this? This angers me. Things like this really piss me off. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This stuff like this shouldn't even be happening. People are just... uh. Okay. Hail Satan carved into South Carolina Baptist Church porch. This was from, uh, this is a story from, uh, from uh, yesterday. After someone carved Hail Satan into the floor of an upstate Baptist church, deputies are investigating according to local media. The phrase was found on the front porch of Welcome Baptist Church Family Life Center cut into the floor. WSPA reported. The church, which is Union, reported the damage Friday, which is in Union, I'm sorry, which is in Union, reported the damage Friday. The vandals also damaged other parts of the church, including burning two plastic columns and damaging vinyl siding and a crawl space vent. Fox Carolina reported. No suspects have been identified according to Fox Carolina. This is, you know, this is just pathetic. Wow. Really unfortunate that things like this is happening. People are just so evil. So, so evil. Okay, let's take a break. And when I come back, I want to talk a little bit about the function of a Supreme Court judge. It's an incredibly big deal that Facebook is is completely overhauling its mission and has a new mission. So what is the new mission of Facebook? Yeah, we're going to start censoring pro-Trump news or news we don't like. Not, not, not even fake stuff. We're just going to censor it. So how exactly do you do that? So I guess the message is to you, hey, it don't matter what's true. You keep your mouth shut or we're going to call you Hitler. Take me inside Mark Zuckerberg's head to like the moment that you decided you needed to change Facebook's core mission. Was there an event that happened or was there just a moment that you said, we got to change something? Obama put an internet kill switch in place in 2010 and then signed a bill right before he left office saying that the CIA would be over the media and over the Board of Governors of the FCC. 
I mean, this is crazy stuff, and it's in the news. It's not like I'm saying it. What have you had to kind of learn from the spread of misinformation, or what have you learned to make sure that people can really connect? It's not in the news, but corporations send each other communications, and they send stockholders information, and everything's there. Everything's there. I mean, you read the white papers today, it's like, we're preparing for a post-human world, and looking at the best way. Do we just kill everybody right away with the virus, or do we entertain them and then have them opt in to get more money up front to then have the government euthanize them later? You keep hearing we've never been more divided, we've never been more polarized. Was it the political climate that, that led to kind of this awakening? Let me give you the big news right now. Let me tell everybody the big news right now. If you think 14-year-old and 12-year-old news about cameras and microphones watching and listening to you, you're like, oh, well, there's nothing about me that's interesting. Just like people put stuff on Facebook when they're going out of town where they live, people rob them. It's not that you did something wrong. You told folks what you had in your house, where you lived, and where you were going for a week. Oh, you're going to Cancun for a week. You said where you lived and what you had in your house and showed off the stuff you had and then robbers robbed you. You're a dumbass. I don't say that meanly. It's true. Just like, oh, let the government know what I've got. I'm not hide. As if the government's full of angels. Samsung and all these companies for a decade have been telling you they're doing this because they're selling the data on you and the intel on you into big algorithm systems. Welcome back. Okay, so let's get into... A little bit of uh, the role of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has a special role to play in the United States system of government. The Constitution gives it the power to check, if necessary, the actions of the President and Congress. It can tell a President that his actions are not allowed by the Constitution. It can tell Congress that a law it passed violated the U.S. Constitution and is therefore no longer a law. That's very important. Let me read that again. It can tell a president that his actions are not allowed by the Constitution. Why didn't they tell Obama that? A lot of his executive orders were not allowed by the Constitution, yet they said nothing. Is it because he was black? I don't care what color he was. He should have been impeached. He is the real one who should have been impeached. Okay, so let me get back to what I was saying here. It can tell a president that his actions are not allowed by the Constitution. It can tell Congress that a law it passed violated the U.S. Constitution, and is therefore no longer a law. It can also tell the government of a state that one of its laws breaks a rule in the Constitution. So, Can you see the C word keeps repeating itself? Constitution, Constitution, Constitution. Constitution, Constitution, Constitution. The Supreme Court is the final judge in all cases involving laws of Congress and the highest law of all the Constitution. There is the word Constitution. Constitution, Constitution, Constitution. The Supreme Court, however, is far from all powerful. Its power is limited by the other two branches of government. See, this is how the our founding fathers set it up to be that way so that, they, so that one power couldn't just dominate and just 
destroy America as it was founded. The president nominates judges to the court. The Senate must vote its approval of the nominations. The whole Congress also has great power over the lower courts in the federal system. District and appeal courts are created by acts of Congress. These courts may be abolished if Congress wishes it. I wish they would wish it and get them because a lot of these these smaller courts are filled with lib judges and they're not following the Constitution. They are politicized and everything. I wish they would abolish them. Okay, so the Supreme Court is like a referee on a football field. Take a knee, take a knee, take a knee. The Congress, the President, the state police, and other government officials are the players. Some can pass laws and others can enforce laws, but all exercise power within certain boundaries. The boundaries are set by the Constitution as the referee in the United States system of government. It is the Supreme Court's job to say when government officials stepped out of bounds. And unfortunately, many times, and it's mostly the Democrats, they step out of bounds and the Supreme Court says nothing. And what about some of these lower judges who are interfering with the executive branch? That's certainly not allowed. Okay, so how the justice makes decisions. That's... Let's get into that. The decisions of the Supreme Court are made inside a white marble courthouse in, the, in Washington, D.C. Here, the nine justices receives approximately 7,000 to 8,000 requests for hearings each year. Of these, the court will agree to hear fewer than 100. If the court decides not to hear the case, the ruling of the lower court stands. Those cases which they agree to hear are given a date of argue, for argument. On the morning of that day, the lawyers and spectators enter a large courtroom. When an officer of the court bangs the gavel, the people in the courtroom stand. The nine justices walk through a red curtain and stand beside nine tall black leather chairs. The chief justices takes the middle and the tallest chair and shouts the marshal of the court. It's an old court expression meaning, hear ye. And I was Ozzy, Ozzy, I'm not even sure how you pronounce this. O-Y-E-Z. But anyway, God save the United States and his honorable court. So basically, this is just tedious stuff. You don't really want to know the the step-by-step process like that. But I just wanted to talk about mainly there the, the role of the Supreme Court because many libs out there and many... Um, socialists do not understand that they're there to interpret the Constitution as written. They're not there 
to uh, to create law. So I'm gonna play a little clip, and it's basically gonna gonna reiterate what I said and and add some more things there. The Constitution of the United States of America was written over 200 years ago. In these words, the freedoms and the rights of American citizens are spelled out, preserved, and protected. The powers of the central federal government are divided, checked, and balanced into three divisions. The legislative or lawmaking branch, which includes Congress, the executive, which includes the president, and the judiciary. Only the judicial branch has the authority to determine whether a law passed by Congress or a presidential action is constitutional. The highest court of the judicial branch is the Supreme Court. In civil and criminal cases, its decisions are final. We present now the history and functions of the Supreme Court. The first charter of government for the United States was proposed in 1777, a year after the Declaration of Independence. It was adopted by all 13 states by March of 1781. This charter, called the Articles of Confederation, was very weak. It did not provide for a federal court system. The Articles assumed that the state courts would retain jurisdiction over all civil and criminal matters. Within months of its inception, it was clear that this new system was simply not working. When the Constitution was written in Philadelphia in 1787, the delegates to the Constitutional Convention, George Washington, James Madison, John Marshall, and others, did not spend much time on the federal judiciary. They agreed to provide for a Supreme Court, but did not say how many members the court should have. They left it up to Congress to decide this question, and to decide whether there would be any federal courts below the Supreme Court. And there you have it. Now, after hearing that, do you think that the libs are going to say, oh, okay, no, they know, that's the thing, they know, but they get away with it, and no one stops them, and no one, no one calls them on their BS and lets them get away with unspeakable things. It's so irritating. I don't never understood that. See, I, I guess because I'm an outspoken kind of person, I don't let people get away with BS. If you're feeding me a line of BS, I'm going to tell you, you're feeding me a line of BS, and I'm going to tell you why you suck. Plain and simple. Okay, how, how Mueller team FBI served up Manafort? Let's see, this is a, a sad state of affairs. They put the, the man through this. For nothing or other reason. Look at this this guy. He looks... I just want to punch him in the face, honestly. He just pisses me off. Seeing his ugly mug. Let's see. Uh, this is stories from the Washington Times. The FBI and Justice Department officials gave Associated, Associated Press reporters a green light on information they gathered, which ended up in a negative story on former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort. Uh, the okay came at what appears to be an unusual summit between four AP reporters, the FBI, and Andrew Wiseman at Justice Department. Uh... Mr. Wiseman is a senior lawyer for special counsel Robert Mule or Robert Jackass and 
is prosecuting the jailed Manafort in uh, Virginia and, and D.C. Uh, what is this? The public now knows about the a AP and FBI alliance because Kevin Downing, Mr. Manafort's attorney, has waged an aggressive campaign to force Mr. Jackass to disclose evidence. In this case, Mr. Downing accuses the government of leaking grand jury proceedings, you bet they are, and false information about his client, feeding news stories. Yeah, that's how they operate. They're worse than a mob. They're worse than a mob. They really are. Mr. Jackass, I can't stand him. I really can't stand him. This is a waste of taxpayers' money. It shouldn't even be happening. And when it's all said and done, something's got to be done. If this guy is known to be dirty, he, something's got to be done to, to um, lock him up, throw away the key. Something's got to be done. It's not right. It's really not right. It's really, really not right. So, what is this? Yale Law School students be clowned themselves. Let's see what this is about. Okay. Open letter from Yale Law students, alumni, and educators regarding Brett Ka let's see here Kavanaugh um, this was which was this date was yesterday yesterday to Dean Gergen and the Yale Law School leadership we write today as Yale Law students, alumni, and educators ashamed of our alumna. Okay, you know what? I am not reading this. This is just, yeah. They definitely be clowned. I don't even want to read this. Yeah, I'm not going to read any more of this crap. Idiots. Fools. I don't understand. Lib lib liberalism is definitely... Something wrong. They like have a, a disorder or something. Like they're mental. They're mental. Mental, mental, mental. Mental, mental, mental. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, never anything good. I'm just thumbing through here. I'm not seeing anything that's piquing my interest here. So... We all heard that everyone got rescued from uh, the Thai cave diving. I'm wondering, why did the coach lead them in there? And will charges be brought up on this court? I mean, brought up on the, on the coach. That's what I want to know. Why did he lead them into that cave? I don't get it. I don't get it. But I guess as days go by, we'll hear more about that. I, don't, I definitely don't know why he did that. Okay. Uh, There's not much else in the news here I want to talk about. Not much at all. I think I pretty much covered what I wanted to talk about. 
wait a minute, what is this? Jihad welfare. 50% of British Muslim males and 70% of women are on benefits. Oh, boy, this really... I'm not even in the UK and it frosted me. Let's see here. I wonder how the stats are here in the United States. I'm sure that they were getting benefits here too. I'm not going to even read this. Why, why bother? Why bother? Why bother reading it? it? It makes me angry. It really does. Because they come here illegally, a lot of them. They hate our country. But yet, we, the stupid people, give them welfare and benefits so they can live fat and healthy while they plot to kill us. How stupid are we? Are we the dummies? I guess we must be. Because you have people, they're plotting to kill you, and you are giving them benefits so they can eat healthy, live and be fat, while they plot to destroy and kill us. I've never understood that. Let them starve to death. They want to kill us. Do you get it or don't you get it? I'll be right back. Welcome back. So one day someone's going to have to explain this to me. Why exactly do you want to destroy yourself? It's like like suicide. You're definitely committing suicide. You know that there's a certain group that hates us and they want us dead. You know where where they are in 30 states. But you do nothing to disrupt and stop them. Why, you're just going to keep an eye on them, and then when they go and they decide to blow crap up, then you're going to stop them? Uh, you know, it makes no sense to me. If I know that in 30 states there are jihadists and terrorists out there that are going to be plotting to destroy and kill us, I'm going to come through in the middle of the night drag them from wherever they are and kick them the hell out of here. Maybe throw them all in Guantanamo Bay. Throw them all there. I don't care as long as they're, they're out of here and waterboard their ass until we find out what we need to find out. It's that plain and simple. They shouldn't be, protect, be protected by the, the laws of our country. They're not from our country. They're not legally here, most of them. Why are they being protected? Again, the UCLA is the worst. They really are the worst thing that could ever happen to America. Let me, uh, while I'm talking here, let me, let me uh, look up these clowns, these freaking UCLA clowns. They are the worst thing that could happen to us. They are definitely one of the most, the biggest threats in our country. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Is it the UCLA? UCLA. 
What are they giving me? They're not giving me what I want here. I'm pretty sure it's a UCLA. Isn't it the UCLA? Come on, somebody help me out. Give me a call here. 323-835-1123. Cause I'm not taught looking for basketball. Okay, I guess they I guess I'm pretty sure it's the UCLA. It's the UC, UCLA, let's see, uh, UCLA, I don't know what, what else could they be, stop showing me basketball, damn, you're really aggravating, whew, well, at least the, the heat wave, although it was, it was uh, supposedly 96 degrees, it didn't feel like it, it was the, the, um, what do you call it? The humidity wasn't as high. I'm still waiting for for the uh, for this so-called heat wave to end, like they said. Yeah, okay. I'm not finding this. I'm not gonna look for it. We'll do a show on them at some other time. I'm wasting my time here. Ooh, it's hot, hot, hot. Ole, ole, I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. I'm feeling hot. I'm sweating. Sweating like a lion. I don't even know if lions sweat. So I'm delirious. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Almost time to feed my sugar gliders. They're something else, these dang sugar gliders. So how is everyone feeling? How is everyone feeling on this hump day? I know I don't like hump day. I definitely don't like hump day. I, Iran's Islamic regime at breaking point. Let's see what this is all about. They're the ones who, would, who used to say death to America. But Barack Hussein Obama decided to drop them bags of cash. Fool. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. More than four decades after the tragic Islamic Revolution in, of 1979, the suffocating rule of Islam cast its death-bearing ball over Iranians. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's hard for me to, when someone says death to America, it's hard for me to, to feel anything for them. I don't want to read this. Let's see. Germany's soldiers forced to use broomsticks for a gun. Oh my goodness. What is going on in the world here? Are you serious? Are you joking? You got to be pulling my leg. No, I'm seeing pictures. This is really horrible. Germany, you know this woman, she's really she's really like a Miss Hitler. What's her name? Angela Merkel, whatever the hell her name is. She's she's like a reverse Hitler. She's invading her country from within. Germany's military is so underfunded. Its troops used broomsticks painted black as mocked weapons doing a NATO defense exercise. You gotta be kidding me. 
This is this is if it, this wasn't so serious, it'd be laughable. Wow, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh man. What else is going on in the news here? I'm just thumbing through things here. Um, I'm not seeing anything that's really catching my eyes here. French court convicts Muslim gang for brutal robbery, rape of Jewish in the couple in the 2014. It's about time. 14, it took four years to convict these punks. I hope they get raped in jail. How do you like that? The Muslim invasion of France has made it dangerous for Jews, and they have been forced to flee in record numbers. The French authorities say they will fight um, what is this? But in reality, Jews have nowhere to turn. Going to the police is useless, pretty much. They do not respond. Yeah, it's, it's time for you know. You know that's that's what angers me because I just put myself in their shoes. Like these these liberals and and these these illegals coming into the country. What what if they try to force me out of my country? How would I react? Well, that's why we have a Second Amendment here. It's not going to be so easy for them to force us out of here. More of us have guns than than they, so let them try. Let them try. Yeah, stories like this just really frost, gets me upset. It really does. It's not right. It really isn't right. Muslim Democrat running for Congress calls Israel apartheid state and blames it for evil doings in Gaza. Whatever. Whatever. Pro-Israel Gal Gadget takes time out from DC filming to visit Children's Hospital in Wonder Woman costume. Oh, that's that's nice. That's a good feel-good touch story. I like the Wonder Woman. That's about the only movie that DC pumped out that I really like in all of the ones that they brought out. Besides Man of Steel, I really loved Man of Steel. Aw, so cute. Nice, feel-good story. You don't have many feel-good stories these days. Let's see here. Let's see here. I'm not seeing anything. Bernie Sanders has intensified hatred of Israel in the Democratic Party. What's new? He's a socialist. Do you expect anything else? From a socialist? You know, there was something... There's a piece of sound I said I wanted to play. What the heck did I want to play? It it just dawned on me. I said I was going to... Oh, boy. I can't remember it now. I can't remember. I remember... Does anyone remember what I said? I said that I wanted to play a piece of sound from someone. Uh, it's it's. I said that earlier in the segment. And I'm, fortunately, I don't have a producer... It's all me. I'm my own producer, so I can't ask the producer what I said. So basically, I'm going to have to 
play that for some other time. Save that for some other time, because I don't remember. I talked too long about other things. I don't remember exactly what I was talking about there. I really don't remember. Uh, let's see. Iran arrested teen girl over... Oh, I, I read this before. Over Instagram of her dancing, and they wanted to throw her in jail for 18 years. That's insane. No... That's just insane. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Woo! That's ridiculous. Well, I will. I think that's it. I think I don't have anything else for you. Let's see. Let's look to a couple more sources here. Christianity as National Suicide Pack. What if social conservatives are betrayed? By the pick, I'm guessing what they're saying here. The starving children of Yemen. The limits of progressive solidarity. Um, orthodox. Messes great. Misses great. And smalls. What is that? Something blah blah. A Trump court in the making. Yeah, there's nothing much really going on here. Anyone could sit in front of you and just read the news to you. That get a little boring after a while. But anyway, uh, glad you made it. Hope, hope you make it to your hump day. As I'm trying to struggle through my hump day. Very tough day of the week, like I said, to make it through. And uh, God willing, I will be with you tomorrow. I own an island off the coast of Costa Rica. What kind of park is this? It's right up your alley. living things that have no idea what century they're in and they'll defend themselves violently if necessary. Zombies! Oh, no. oh we should go. Oh! God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. Why aren't I 50 points ahead, you might ask? There's no doubt our attractions will drive kids out of their minds. Confused, okay? You can learn. Don't use your age as an excuse to be lazy. Doesn't take that much effort to think. I have no respect for women who voted for Trump, okay? Yeah, me too. I think so poorly of them, and the reason why is because, look, I don't think that you're a single issue voter. I just think you're dumb, okay? I think you're dumb.
you may have noticed that we're both wearing dresses. Noah, why the hell would you be wearing a dress? Aren't you supposed to be a trans? Off this campus, you are not welcome here! Can learn. Run! It, it sank its hooks in my heart. Not because it was good. It was, there was nothing good about it. After careful consideration, I decided not to endorse your park. So have I. Even for a small child, you sound like an idiot. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, let's go.